Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Nino Speaks. I'm Nino DeVeda Rosa. I'm your host, and right next to me is my co host and my producer. And of course, you can see below is our guest. Um, but AJ always introduces the guests. In the meantime, I want to thank all our audience out there, and don't forget to watch this on Roku. Hey, AJ, take it over. Thank you so much, Nina. And my gosh, I am so excited. We have a beautiful burlesque star in the building. We have Silk Egan. She is an international burlesque star and performer. She's called the sexiest six shooter in town. And she is one of Georgette's burlesque wonderful people. And that's so hello, Georgette. Hi, just want to say hello to you and thank you. And we wanted to give a very warm welcome to Silky. Eguns. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? You, you know something. Great. You look magnificent. You look oh. absolutely incredible. Um, do you reside in uh, Las Vegas? No, I actually live in Edmonton, Alberta, which is in Canada. Alberta? Really? Yes. Um, it's but wait it's just... cold here, so I had to wear all my warm things today. Oh, your Canadian warmth. Yes. <laughs> I understand in Canada they've kind of locked everybody up there. What have they? I, I mean, I've got friends there and they can't leave. They can't do this. I had a, an English girlfriend there. She just packed up and went to England, and I thought England was bad. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, there's there's so many things happening right now too. Um, you know, first of all, there's COVID, obviously, so that's hard because we can't travel internationally yet, and. Um, there's also been some really massive floods happening in British Columbia. Yeah, um, I noticed the floods are pretty bad. I never even knew that, that they had those floods um, in Canada, any part of Canada, but obviously you do. It's rare, it's very rare. So yeah. that's a shocker for a lot of people who are losing their homes, who are uh, not able to get supplies. So some of the little towns are running out of food. Uh, it's, it's pretty crucial right now. So we're trying to help all our friends back there. I have family that lives back there because that's where I'm originally from. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, you know, reaching out every day to make sure everyone's okay and sending care packages and trying to like, you know, hope and pray that uh, they can get the roads fixed because there's <laughs> lots of places that are missing a complete section of the roads. So you can't- Is, um, is one of your care packages a uh, burlesque dance. <laughs> <laughs> that would well, make it. I couldn't be hired if you know somebody needs that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be wonderful. By the way, uh, talking about that, have you done anything on the on Zoom or anything um, so you can sort of put a package together and people can sort of sign in and pay and see see what you're doing? I haven't really done that, but I have done a couple of shows online throughout COVID and that was on Zoom. So uh, there's a group here in town called House of Hush and they hired me to do a show last July. It was a fundraiser for the Black Lives Matters and Indigenous Lives Matters. 
So we all performed to raise money for those causes, which was really great. And um, the rest of the time I've been working on building my costume collection, finishing all the pieces that I never had time to finish. And now with COVID, you know, we have all this spare time. So I had all the time in the world to finish lots of costumes and also create a new act at home. So doing a, an online act at home that I could put out there into the world while we're still shut down and hopefully get some views uh, internationally, which has done wonders. You know what this is like, this COVID thing, actually sometimes I look at it as a blessing because it seems to have been a catch up time for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody that has sort of lackadaisical and everything, and you know, you, things pile up and things, you know, you, you, I'll do it tomorrow and tomorrow never comes, just a day away. And so this has been like, <laughs> you're not the only one. <laughs> but I'm looking, you talked about costumes. I'm looking at the picture next door to us that picture now the colors are very unusual um you don't normally see those colors in a costume like that what made you pick those colors out um the greens you're you're discussing yes. the green costume um so this is a, a quite an interesting costume um i was gifted this large skirt by my mother who traveled to mexico and decided to secretly go and have a woman who makes Mexican dancing skirts, uh, custom make a skirt for me to do on stage. Oh, how wonderful. Because the so color is beautiful. Yeah, I got this wonderful skirt and it was just bright green. I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? Now? <laughs> and so I worked with the skirt to uh, implement other colors on it of green and um, new ruffles and, and put big patterns on it and eventually became a... Uh, the greenest thing I love so much is the cannabis. So <laughs> I basically created a whole act around a cannabis theme. And this is the skirt that is the big appeal at the end of the act. So basically I wanted to have this grandiosa skirt um, as you see the act, because it is the last piece of clothing that goes on. So and it's really neat to like work so hard on this big, huge art piece and then have it be the last reveal where normally it's the, the, the biggest piece is the first thing you see. And we're yeah, going to see that video, right? Uh, we're going to see that video, Silky Guns, writing on it a, a little later. Yeah, a, a little later, we're going to see that. But um, now, when you wear this, you know, you say it's the last piece you put on, but it is the first piece you take off, correct? Well, I'm not going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> to okay, well, well, we'll leave it for everybody to use their own imagination. <laughs> um, what made you go into this business? Oh, this was a this was a really exciting find for me. I entered into the world of burlesque at quite a later age as to to my own opinion, um, you can start burlesque at any age. It's a wonderful uh, type of hobby or career that you can jump into and create your own acts, create your own vision and have your own art displayed. And so when I was 37, I had already had mm -hmm. an, a world of dance experience and theater experience, as well as uh, gymnastics and cheerleading and all sorts of other things that I had been into that were very, um, how do you say, um, body working. So, so you were very active within your body, very exactly. active and dancing exactly. and doing everything like that. So you enjoyed sort of moving and dancing and that, that was kind of your career from, from a way a little bit further back. 
Exactly. Since I've been dancing since I'm five years old. So oh, uh, this has been a lifetime of love for me. But to be able to incorporate the other things that I love, such as costuming and makeup and hair and doing all of the creating yourself as a choreographer, I was enthralled by seeing a first show in my hometown and, and going, oh, my God, that's it. That's what I want to do. Those are all the things in one, you know. So uh, when I jumped into it, I actually just went to a show and knew I wanted to do that and uh, happened to be going to an event that weekend where I bumped into some burlesque ladies and I chatted wow. them up and was asking all the questions and finding out how to get in there. And, and um, because I has already been teaching dance, uh, the type of dance I was teaching was a sexy aerobics class. Oh, so, I've, never, I've never heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> so basically- something new. This, uh, this aerobics class called Stripper Size. And- uh, Stripper we were, Size? Yeah. <laughs> You do like all these, the like, sexy moves and all sexy little dances, but you didn't have to take your clothes off. Obviously, it was basically these little classes that I taught, and I felt that it would be the perfect thing to incorporate into burlesque and to be able to carry through what I've been teaching my students uh, as routines that I could create on stage. Um, but so also, I, when you said you you did not, you know, they, the the class did not take their clothes off, but they still had the sexy movements. Which to me is a brilliant idea because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they want to make those sexy movements and have those sexy movements, but they really don't want to remove their clothing, you know, because so women, you know, they're very inhibited about that. And I think that's a brilliant idea to do that so they can actually have the movements with their clothes on. Exactly. And they're always a little shy coming into the class, the first class. But once everyone gets to know each other, all the girls support each other and they sort of get loose together and become really uh, into their own sexuality just by being encouraging to each other. And that's yeah. what I love about it. And so that's kind of how I wanted to portray as burlesque too, right? And to bring that into burlesque. Oh yeah, because they're becoming sexual, but they're becoming sexual in a nice way. It's very strange because um, in Europe, um, our sexuality is a little bit more than what it is in America. America seems to count a lot of this sexual thing kind of not clean, dirty, and sort of, you know, it's, it's sort of, they try to cover it up. Whereas in Europe, it's more of a romantic thing. And it's more of a, you can dance sexually, you can dance like that, and there's nothing wrong in it. But here oh, in, in America, it's totally, it's a little different. That they mm -hmm. all sort of, you know, duh, 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 so no, no. And I've never quite understood that because a body is a body and a man, you know, a woman is a woman, a man is a man. And obviously that's co the connection and there's those sexual movements. and. And that's just how the world is. I mean, that's mm. what we are. We all think about sex. <laughs> exactly. And that's what's wonderful about burlesque is that we're able to translate that yes. in a story or, or in a passionate way, in a creative yeah. way that we can say it's okay to be naked and it's okay to watch and it's okay to enjoy it. Yeah. So people that come to see our shows, it's not like it's a bunch of panting men in the front row, you know. <laughs> it's, well, there might be a few and, in the audience, but yeah, they're in every row. Women thing and, and, and every person thing, um, every type of person comes to these shows and they come together either, maybe they've come together as a couple or maybe they've come together on their own or as a group of people, but they all seem to be enjoying it the same together. Yeah. So people are clapping together, they're, they're cheering together, they're they're enjoying each little joke together, right? So it's, yeah. it's an incorporation of the audience as well and that's our job is to inter integrate the audience into our our routines yeah aj because she, she's she's dying to ask a question AJ, <laughs> hey, aj how are you you look so pretty in that blue you look beautiful thank 
you need not yeah, ask us okay what 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 you we want to ask her a question i know <laughs> yes silky can you share with us some of the highlights of your career the fun the really fun uh times that you have been performing where and with who and what you did could you just share that with us we'd love to hear it from you yes no i've had uh quite a few really good times. So I don't have one particular in mind because I have done quite a bit of traveling in the uh, 10 years that I was doing the travel bit before COVID. Um, basically the one that sticks in my mind the most because it was the last event that I went to before COVID shut everything down. I was at the Alaskan Burlesque Festival and it's called the Freezing Tassel Festival. And going to Alaska for the first time was really incredible. Um, I felt as though I needed to take advantage of not just enjoying all of the amazing parts of the festival and the venue that was particularly gorgeous. It was an old brothel that is now uh, a modernized bar, but the brothel setting is still there with all of the little rooms up top and all those rooms were little change rooms for all of us to get ready in. And then you come down the little banister and you get onto the main stage and it's got like these little lights all around the stage. So it's a really quaint, beautiful venue. And then you got the opportunity to also do all the things in Alaska. Um, so my partner and I, we decided to go to do some dog sledding. And that was just, Amazing. Yeah. I mean, well, I can't was... even imagine, you know, not doing it because it was so intense that that's the one thing I remember always. You know, it's funny you say something about burlesque and Alaska. I would never have thought burlesque would be in Alaska. I mean, <laughs> that's like one of the last places. cold. There's not many people there. It's very secluded. It's like, you know, very... <laughs> yeah. and, and all of a sudden, wake up, wake up world. Yes, we were in Anchorage. And... Yeah. Uh, the people there love burlesque. They they absolutely adore the festival every year that it was happening, and um, we got tons of response and sold out every show. So I think it's just these towns they love a good old fashioned burlesque show, you know. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. If um anybody, because you said you didn't start this till you were thirty seven years old, um in the entertainment business, show business, that is older. Yes. Um, I'm not saying it's old, it's older, because normally we start when we're 17, 18, yeah, 15, exactly. whatever. What would you suggest um, to the younger generation now of going into this, if they wish to go into this, you know, and I'm sure, uh, you know, at a young age, you feel a little shy and a little insecure. And how, how do they break that barrier to sort of do what they would like to do at a young age? Yes, I would definitely recommend that if you want to start burlesque now and you're in that younger age range, to do um, some courses and take some classes from experienced burlesque artists. Uh, start by learning from people who have been doing this for hopefully five years or more. Um, that's kind of the range that we like to say that if you're teaching something new, have at least five years experience. So that's just something that I've gone by myself. Yeah. Um, I also suggest there's a great uh, place called BurleyCon in Seattle. They teach classes. It's uh, not been happening live since COVID, but next year apparently it's going to open up again in November for uh, live classes. So you can go to Seattle and take uh, classes all day long for four days at this venue uh, in Seattle and it's called BurleyCon. I would also suggest that you go to shows, watch as many shows as you can, because that's where you're going to learn uh, what you're seeing on stage now. You're going to see who's who, and you're going to get to know the community in the burlesque world here, because, or in your own hometown for that matter. Um, because it's one thing to say you want to get on stage and take your clothes off, 
but it's another thing to do, do it. <laughs> another thing to do it. <laughs> it's another thing. I was going to ask you, you know, how do they get over their shyness or how, because we all have shyness, even the first time we get up on stage to sing, or I remember the first time I came out and did my talk show, I was absolutely petrified of myself. And yeah. I didn't, you just don't know what's going on and what's happening. And do I look good? What do I do? How do I do it? Because you don't know, you, you've got no nothing to go on. How, 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 you know, it's hard, And but you've got to have the guts to do it. So how do they get, because this is a little different. This is getting up there and it's, it's sort of performing and slowly um, taking your clothes off, but, you know, but doing it in a very sexual, a beautiful way yes. how do they get over that kind of first time well, what, what would the, you suggest they do for that well what's great about taking a class is usually it lasts about six or eight weeks and throughout that class the teacher will usually teach you the uh, formula of burlesque or, or the basics of burlesque and basically when you take those classes and you put together your own act at the end of that session or around the time you've done your classes uh, you can ask around town if there's any shows that are happening for new burlesquers. And then that way you get a chance to be a newbie and you can come in and do a show such, we have a show called new, uh, Brand New Boobies in Victoria. There's one in Edmonton here called The Newbies. And it's, it's basically your, uh, people who it's their first time and they wanna get some experience. They can go to these shows and showcase their new acts. And it, it helps them to be in a, a situation where they're around other new burlesquers and they don't feel intimidated to be the only new person on stage because everybody's doing it for the first time. Absolutely. I love this name, New Boobies. Yeah, New Boobies. <laughs> yeah. very, very appropriate for what, what nobody has seen out there yet. <laughs> mm, exactly, right? And that, so everyone wants to see the new ones. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, though. You know, that's 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 how it is. got to break into whatever business it is. Mm -hmm. speaking, speaking of new boobies, can we play Silky Guns uh, yeah, video? Yes, absolutely. Go All ahead. Right. If we so, can put that on. And what, well, let what me go cue this up for so, everyone. What is this exactly we're going to see? Go ahead. This is a clip uh, from my new act that I created at home during COVID uh, that I was talking about earlier with the green costume and it's called Let's Get It On. And basically this is an act where um, I try to tell a story of me getting ready backstage before going on stage. Okay, great. Okay, go on, shoot it. Hey, Jay. Okay, let me cue it up and Okay, so thank you so much for that. Bravo, Silky. What do well, you think, Ninon? Well, I, I don't know. I think uh, I might ch start changing my career. <laughs> <laughs> you do it, girl, you this. do it. <laughs> I love the swaying of that. Uh, now I see why you say that it's the last thing that goes off. Mm. Yes, okay, so this is what goes what, on actually. Yes, exactly. So normally when you go to a burlesque show, everything is the way you wouldn't expect it to be, where people have a big costume on and they start to take everything off. Yes. This act is called the reverse strip. So I start almost nude with just my little bits on and I take I put everything on. 
Yeah. I love it. I love this performance. I love your show. It's exquisite and it's so creative. And I love the green costume. Don't you, Ninon? Isn't I it? it was, yes, I, I thought it was a little unusual doing it in a reverse fashion. And I always like things that are very different. And I find that quite different of sort of, you know, obviously we didn't see all of it, but we saw a majority of it. And I, I just thought it's you, you're very creative. Thank you. Thank you. What, what gave you the idea to do something like that? Um, it's something that I have seen done in the past a long time ago on a big stage in Vegas and I really liked the idea but how this performer did it was that she did a reverse strip in reverse so she walked yeah. backwards she took things off backwards and everything was done in reverse whereas I just wanted to show what it's like to get ready from the very like beginning of getting beginning. ready backstage to actually being finished getting ready and so I took that sort of step and I just went one step less than she did. <laughs> you never want to duplicate what someone else is doing, but to no. be able to take inspiration from someone else's act and, and portray it your way is what I wanted to do. That's what we all do. We all, we all do it, but we do it our way. Yeah. And old Frank Sinatra said that, I guess. He was the yeah. one, he did it his way and he sure did, that's for sure. That's right, that's right. Absolutely. Um, now, where can people see this? Can they, where, where what platform? I have a website at uh, www.silkeguns.com and all my videos are on there so you can watch all of them on there. Okay, do you have anything on YouTube or anything on Facebook or anything like that? I do have a Facebook profile. It's also under Silky Guns. I don't have many things left on YouTube because they keep taking down my videos due to copyright um, issues with the music. So I have a site on Vimeo and Vimeo has all my videos as well. Okay, there is a there is a platform, um, so you don't make that mistake with music. But there is a platform you can go to that they've got quite a few lists of music that okay. you can actually use, and nobody will come after you on it. So right. you want to pick that up, and they have a lot of songs that obviously you don't want, but there's a lot of songs that, that are quite lovely, and that I've actually chosen a couple of my songs from there because it's very difficult. You don't want to be keep you know you put all the effort of putting it up there, putting the music and everything else and copywriting is so hard and so difficult. Yeah. So, but if you do that, there's a lot of songs on there, a lot to choose from. And I, I think you went in there one time, didn't you, AJ? Where is that, Nina? That's where you go into find music that you can actually use. Yes, yes, it's more commercial um, for the commercial um, music that is free to everybody. Yes. And yeah, you can find that and you can find whatever, you know, kind of type flavor that you want. But you're, what you chose there, Silky, is yeah. so iconic with, um, you know, that song. It's just wonderful. That's usually the problem is a lot of my songs are very iconic, so <laughs> I'm not going to get away with it. No, no, <laughs> but uh, Vimeo is great because Vimeo doesn't usually shut down those those acts so. but also it doesn't give you the exposure i know Vinio does but it doesn't you need to get your exposure you are good you're doing something different you are good and to be put up there and taken down it means that you know you people can't see your beautiful work so i think you might even if you have to go through a lot of songs you're going to eventually find a song that you like you, you'll you'll find something believe me and then it won't be taken down and it'll always be up yeah exactly i'll Absolutely. check it out yeah, check it out, because it's, it's really is, is incredible. What have you got coming up? Anything coming up and any performances or? I do actually, I have two performances coming up next weekend. And mm -hmm. I believe it's Friday. I'm involved on online uh, festival for Glasgow. 
So it'll be doing, I'll probably be at five in the morning here, but it will be <laughs> online in Glasgow at midnight. And uh, then on Sunday, I'm in another online festival for the Savannah Burlesque Festival. So they keep having a lot of festivals. Um, who is promoting or getting all these festivals together? Because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of them of the burlesque festivals, and I think it's rather lovely. Yeah, each uh, producer of each festival is in charge of promoting their festivals. Mm -hmm. So it's not really like a group person that does all the festivals. It's each producer who is it's in an charge individual. Of yeah. Yeah. And um, here in Canada, there was quite a few. We've got festivals in uh, Vancouver, Victoria, Saskatoon, uh, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, oh. Toronto, Montreal. Uh, there's all sorts of, there's way more that I can't remember, but basically each person uh, has their own festivals. And because of COVID, it's, sadly, there's quite a few shutting down yeah. uh, because people can't afford to keep it going. The thing that keeps the money going to run the festivals is having a shows during the year to fundraise so because there's been no shows to fundraise for two years it's hard to put in mm -hmm. that big lump sum of money to start up a festival again um when they go to watch these on the internet and on whatever platform it's on um is there a cost to get into that is there a small fee to apply for the festival or to well, actually go well to, to pres i presume the festival is you present your your, your performance you present your stuff correct Yes, what we do is we apply with a video uh, by uh, entry online, mm -hmm. and that usually costs anywhere from $10 to $30, depending yeah, on what festival yeah. it is. And so as many people that apply, that helps also to fundraise for the festivals. Absolutely. But also it gives you, you know, if you win first prize or second or third, it, may, it puts you in a category that's a little different to everybody else out there. So it puts you kind of up the ladder. Exactly. Or even if uh, you are accepted even into the festival. Sometimes that's a reward in itself to know that you were good enough to be accepted to a festival where they can only showcase 30 performers, yet maybe 200 applied. That's right, right. and you're one of them. So that, that gives you, you know, we, we did that. Actually, AJ, you did that, didn't you? We, we have, what, 11 awards? Yes, we've won 11 awards and that's winner great. from the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she actually put them all in and did it all and did you know, the whole thing. And, and then we won these awards. And we're a fairly new show. We're, we've only been going, I don't know, 15 months, 16 months. We haven't been going that long. And yes. course, now we're proud to say we're on Roku. So, <laughs> that's, that, that, yeah, we're on Roku. So, we're, we're just, so your show will be on Roku when we get it up there. And uh, which a little while, but it'll be up there. So it's sort of, um, what else would you like to ask, AJ? Oh, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Silky Guns, for your beautiful heart. And we support you. We love you. And keep going because you're absolutely gorgeous. And you're so lovely. Isn't that right, oh, Nina? Did you make your, Did you make the costume you're wearing now? No, I did not. Actually, I got this beautiful number off of Velvet Zephyr. She makes nice robes for burlesque artists and other people. And um, if you look her up, she's on Facebook and online. Um, Z-E-P-H-Y-I-R, I believe, Velvet Zephyr. And um, I am not a sewer by all means, but I love to decorate my costumes. So I do all of the rhinestoning and all the trims. You look fabulous, fabulous. I gotta ask a question though. You, you said this was a robe, which means it's a robe, mm. but a, a female <clears throat> would buy this and wear this at home and also would, would wear that. Oh yes, look at this. Oh, oh. nice. Wow. Now you That's would wear that. 
<laughs> so luxurious. <laughs> I know, it's very luxurious. But I have never worn, I mean, I was married for 29 years and I've, I've, I've never thought of wearing anything like that. I, actually told my, I told my boyfriend the other day, I said, you know what, I think I'm going to have to start wearing all these fabulous things at home because I would normally wear this to an after party. So oh. I would go to a festival and after the festival was over, we'd go to an after party and I would get out of all my tight corsets and everything that was uncomfortable. <laughs> I would put this on and show looking all fabulous anyways, right? Well, absolutely. But I'm just trying to figure myself at home with this gorgeous hat on and this gorgeous robe and sort of coming out, darling, how are you? <laughs> I would have yeah. to definitely practice that. Well, I mean, you don't have to do your hair, just think, right? Well, no, you wouldn't. Don't have to do, I love that. Well, this is what I like. You don't have to do anything. You just put a robe on and put this, this beautiful hat on and off you go. Take yes. <laughs> take the garbage out that's right Sylvie. oh my gosh we're having so much fun i'm so sorry nina i have to interrupt and say we gotta wrap it up okay, okay. Well, I, well thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show i really appreciate it it was wonderful chatting with you too yeah thank you silky and of course everybody knows where to reach you that they can reach you on youtube and facebook and then you go under silky e guns that's correct. Guns with a Z. I got it. I got it right for once yes. in my lifetime. <laughs> yes, and so go see the sexiest six shooter in town. Amen. There you go. There you go. Well, I want to thank our audience out there for tuning in and watching, and also for getting us all on uh, Roco. And it's just very exciting, absolutely incredible. Anybody who would like to be on the show would like to be a guest. Please get in touch AJ with AJ. Ninaspeaks.com. Okay. Yes. And thank you again, uh, Silky, for being on. You're a pleasure. You're wonderful. And you open thank up a whole you. new field for all us ladies out there. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.